Hey you, welcome to Taylor Shapers of Influence podcast, where we discuss the people, places, and things that will influence us. We'll dissect the integrated worlds of marketing, pop culture, and everything in between, from fashion to sports to entertainment. We're not only creating conversations, we're leading them too. Join us. Hello and welcome to our Shapers of Influence podcast. I am joined today by Taylor's newest dynamic duo, Nikki Lorenzo and Juan Pablo Dominguez, our SVP group directors. This episode will dive into what makes a great creative team and who's better to talk to than our creative duo. Nikki and Juan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Natalie. All right, let's get to it. So how did you two meet and how long have you been working together? So we, Juan and I uh, met in 2004. So we've been working together for a really long time. We met at a small, a small Hispanic multicultural agency called Vidal. I was an intern. Juan was a junior designer and we met there. And from there, we just worked together through the years. And and as we moved on and moved up, we stayed together. So that's where we started. You know, it was a nice place to meet. We were both kind of starting our careers. We were both young spring chickens. Yep. Yeah, we, we grew up in our careers together. Yeah, and, and as humans too, we from single dom to marriage and all that. So we've gone through several stages of life and professional development. Yeah, for sure. And then I think around like 2011, after being at Vidal for a really long time, we worked on some wonderful accounts. We learned so much. We grew. Juan and I moved on and kind of moved on from the multicultural space into like what they call the general market kind of advertising agency world where you work on accounts and things, you know, talking to like the main, the general market of the U.S. and then also with some focus on U.S. Hispanic, but more just kind of a broader target and market. And from there, we just kind of always stayed together as a team. Oh, wow. 18 years. Uh, that's really nice to hear. Um, so what led you to this career path? Well, yeah, I mean, we see with young people now, we, I've, I've been in this career for what, 14, 15 years or more. We see young people coming into the career and you ask them why they're here, why. So to me, it was a combination of, of choices, narrowing down choices. I was drawn into arts. I was drawn into photography, film, so not ne- and design. So not necessarily I was drawn into advertising per se, but advertising allowed me, it was a platform where I could work in a place where ideas were needed, where design was needed, where I had to work with photography, with, with film, with music. So just, just the environment was very appealing to me. Again, because my background is in design, graphic design. And, and so an agency was the place that I could experience all that together. So that's how I arrived to advertising. Yeah, I think my path was all very different. I had like four different majors in college. And while I was working through college, I grew up in Florida. And so in Florida, everyone goes to the mall. It's a very big retail place. I was working in retail and sales and I loved just kind of like the sales aspect of it, which is really odd to say. And I've always been a writer and very creative, but when I was working in sales, I was like, I, I really like this. The fact people come in here and they know this brand and they want to buy it because of the brand and that's marketing, right? And so I switched my major to marketing and then to add PR. 
And I ended up getting my bachelor's in advertising and, and PR. And then from there, I went to portfolio school, which is like to really build on the creative part of it. I went to Miami ad school. And from there, that's how I met Juan. I, I got to go to an internship in New York City as a creative. I was actually an art director to begin with, even though I had a writing background. And then while I was at the first agency I worked at, I realized I was more of a writer. And so I switched disciplines to writing, which is why Juan and I actually kind of came together. We were working on the same things, but him on the art side, me on the writing side. And as we grew together, it just made sense to stay together. And that's how ad agencies do it. They usually put one person from each discipline together to work as a team, just because it's easier to bounce ideas and really have the expertise in both areas. No, that's uh, really interesting to hear because I had a pretty similar career path where uh, I studied political science and finance, and I loved the whole analytics and strategy and um, stats behind it. But at the same time, I love to be really creative, and um, so I worked in uh, production as well. Uh, so I feel like marketing and PR just kind of merges those two, some, somehow merges those two together when it comes to, you know, your creativity and um, having like some stats and analytics and strategy. So I kind of got the best, best of both worlds uh, doing that. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. So um, how has your experience been working together? I think it's just a relationship, just like any other. I mean, obviously we've been partners for so long that it's very different from any other working relationship. Like he said, we not only have we grown professionally, but we've also grown like in our lives. Like he was at my wedding. I was, I threw him his baby shower when he had his first kid. We've not only grown in our personal lives, but in our professional lives. And so it's a relationship. It's the same thing. We have our ups and downs. And I think that the fact that we are so close on like a personal level makes it easier to work together. Because even when you work together, there's a lot of disagreements. And if you can figure out how to solve that conflict, then you're golden, just like any other marriage, right? This is my work husband. So yeah, I think that's, it's been good. I like working with him. I think that we know each other's kind of little weird quirks and stuff. And, and that works for us. Doesn't work for everybody. Yes. I think because of the nature of also what we do is very complementary in the sense like it's that there's no, I mean, there's overlap uh, perhaps when we're thinking about projects and, and sort of strategizing and thinking of ideas, but then it's a very team effort in the sense of half of, you know, one person does something, Nikki does the writing, does the shaping of things. I do the, the more visual aspect. So in that sense, it has worked and it has flourished in that, that we can complement the both of us to create one product that is better that if we had to do it separate ways. So I think that's that's how we built, I think, the, the working relationship mostly. Yeah, exactly. It really sounds like a sibling relationship that you have there. Uh, but like any sibling relationships, I'm sure you like butt heads and you have some type of struggles, you know, working together. So what have been your biggest struggles working together? Hmm. I mean, I personally, I think growing up, together and like you said that sibling relationship I think our sure. styles are quite different just because our personalities are quite different I talk a lot as you can hear uh, Juan tends to be more introspective I think our managing styles are a little different but then also that's good because it allows us to kind of trade off the responsibility of who does what again kind of having that backup right so sometimes you get tired of being the bad cop the other person can do it or sometimes you need a little bit of a different point of view so I think that's been like my biggest struggle. Juan, I don't know what you would say has been what you think is a struggle. The struggle sometimes is moving the needle 
when we're stuck, I think that's the biggest struggle, I think, uh, in our work relationship. We, we're stuck, like, how do we move forward? And lately, of course, you have your family, I have my family. You, our time tables and our available time has been reduced, of course. So maybe like 10 years ago, we could rely on each other 24-7, <laughs> not anymore, right? Um now I just 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 instead of just 20 hour, yeah just 20 instead of 24 7 right <laughs> yeah oh yeah i can only imagine starting a family definitely changes a lot of things um so do you have any systems of, or habits you've developed together that led to a successful partnership i guess the, the habit that we have that we like and i guess we're going to talk about this but the, the habit that we have is that we are very honest and we don't get hung up on, or at least we leave the personal stuff outside of our work meetings and our work when we're working. So we could be honest, we could be upfront and we can discuss ideas as ideas and there's no ego and hangups, I would say. Well, I think that talks back to like respect, right? So like I respect what he does and he respects what I do. And that doesn't mean he doesn't tell me like, hey, you need to fix that line or we need to write this differently. And I don't tell, I tell him all the time, like, hey, maybe the layout could be like this or we should try this. But the truth is, is that we respect each other's expertise. And that's something that sometimes when you are with someone new or someone there is a lot of ego within the creative departments, right? Because people want their idea to win. They want to be the ones who came up with this stuff. And that's just something that doesn't exist between the two of us. And I think it's because we've been working a long time and also because we respect the way that the expertise that each of us has. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's about like, I know that if I'm not around, we always have the same end goal, even though we do it very differently. And I think that that's the same thing as like with husbands and wives or like best friends, like you always kind of want the same things, even though you're very different. And so that's kind of a habit that like when we divide and conquer, we know that what the other person is doing, that's what they're doing. Like, we're not going to come later and change it. We have to trust that they know what they're doing. We're going to respect their decisions. And that's why we're able to kind of delegate things or like kind of just even go away and work and then come back together and be kind of like, okay, I trust that you did what you had to do. And he trusts that I did what I had to do. I think that's the biggest habit of like knowing when we have to do things together as a team and when that's valuable and then knowing when we can kind of go apart and divide and conquer. I think that's good because we don't always have to be doing the same things just because we're a team. Oh no. Yeah, definitely. But um, so obviously you've been working in the creative space for a while. what do you love the most about working in the creative space? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, if I may start, I think I like the how different, even though it is a job that that gets repetitive, in through the years, you are able to work for so many different brands and with so many different people that I think it is, it's quite a changing job in the sense like, yes, there, there could be rituals and there could be like every day you go to the office, every day you sit down and, and all that, but in a sense, there's a new brief every so often, and it's a chance to to have fresh ideas and to share. And and you have people you collaborate, right? You, you have colleagues at the agency, and you have interns coming in. So you meet so many people, and you get new ideas very often. So that's that's the part I like 
the most. Yeah, the creative, yeah. the creative like industries. I think that if you're in the right place, it's very collaborative, and I think that that's nice because you do get to kind of see the best of the best, right? That people just kind of showing what they can do. And I'm with Juan. Like I love getting new, new clients with new problems. I love the problem solving. It's like I love puzzles, right? And I can sit there and stare at it and like find the little piece that's missing. I I love that. That's very almost like it's funny because I think it would stress a lot of people out for me it's very calming be like we need to solve this problem like I love to laser focus in that and there's so much creativity in that even if you don't think there is because it's like there's so many different ways to solve um, a client problem and I think that's where diversity in background and diversity in your teams really brings like so many rich territories and that's what a creative department uh, what's exciting about a creative department and, and going back to where we started, again, to me, it allows me, again, to work with music and music changes, to work with photography. And like in the year 2000, we didn't have digital, I mean, digital photography was just starting. So in essence, it's like how our, our careers even have changed the way we work. It's amazing. Like music has changed so much. Photography has changed so much. Film has changed so much. So all of that makes it a super interesting career. I mean, I remember when we, I went to ad school, like I had a a storyboard class and that storyboard class was literally like paper and like pens and markers and like drawing things. And we had to draw our like layouts and stuff. And I used to use Quark. And it's like, now, if I were to say that to one of my art directors, they would probably laugh in my face. They're like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's like a rock and a chisel. Like that's basically how old it feels. But yeah, things change and they're exciting. We have cell phones now but we're, we're of the age that we used to also have pagers. So yeah, <laughs> if that tells you anything. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. That says a lot. Um, I mean, speaking of change, you've been in the industry for the past 18 years or so, and obviously it has changed a lot, but do you anticipate any major changes uh, in the future? Yeah, it has definitely changed a lot of stuff too, not just for working styles, but for like what people can offer. Well, yeah, I think the biggest change, I think, has been the reach of communication. If I say it from a big, big picture perspective, the reach of communication, like when we started, it was pretty much a monologue from brands and it was on printed media and it was in out of homes and it was on TV broadcasts and in radio, yeah, lots right? Of that, radio. Lots of radio. And, yeah, that's already and and that those were your media, your forums, and mostly were brands yelling for attention and just spewing out communication. And now I think that's still part of it, but also there's this dialogue with brands, there's this interaction, there's this all other aspects that you need to account for now as a communicator, as a PR strategist, as a as a advertiser that you have to have into account nowadays that we didn't before so in that sense the evolution is is being enormous and that has changed a lot and then the access or also that people have to media now right that we all count with a cell phone and with our social media and all that that has changed a lot our profession yeah i see it that way from an output perspective i think that especially for like, I I talk about this because we were at a bigger kind of agency before, and now we're at Taylor, which is more of a medium-sized, small PR agency. 
And I see that knowing how to use those tools that have changed, those communication tools are so important because you can't be kind of like that one trick pony anymore, right? And this, the silos are starting to fall away of like, just like a TV agency or a PR agency or a social agency. Because at the end of the day, the ones that consumers are, the the communications that consumers are, are kind of engaging with most or kind of getting messages from the most aren't the ones that are one-sided, right? It's not just putting out a film and then hoping that they get the point. And I think that that shift and so much movement is going to take clients and mark and brands to more agile places. They want agencies that can be really, really quick about turnarounds and quick about answering to trends that are happening. Something happens within, within culture. How can we be part of that, that moment? Right. And I think the bigger agencies are slow and they're, and people are, are, are starting to leave. There's kind of like this big kind of resignation now because the smaller places are more interesting and because they care about people. And when you care about people, you bring in the right talent. And when you bring in the right talent, that means you're, you're looking at, at where they come from and what they've done. And those different point of views just make better conversation. And so I think that like what Juan was saying, that the modes of communication have changed. So the conversation needs to change the way that we're talking to our consumers and smaller places are more agile. They've got more diverse kind of creatives and and strategists and whatnot there. And I think that's really exciting for a place like Taylor. Oh yeah, I completely agree. It's definitely some much needed change in the industry and I'm happy to see it moving in a positive way. So thank you so much for joining me today. It was really a pleasure having you and speaking to you and learning more about your career path and your love for the creative space. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Nelly. Thanks for having us. This is great. Well, that wraps up this episode of Taylor's Shapers of Influence. To learn more about what we do at Taylor, you can find us at taylorstrategy.com. Looking for more episodes of the podcast? Find us wherever you stream stuff. We're on iTunes and other major streaming platforms. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Taylor Strategy. Thanks for stopping by and tuning in. Peace.